Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate. From the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. I got you. Uh, yeah. Probably go with the yard, probably be locked by the force, trying to hustle some bands, jack go with the pulse, feeling no remorse, feeling like my hand will fall, middle finger to the law, nigga, grip on the ball, send the ladies, they love me, from the beaches, they scream, all the ballers
Welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. This is your Monday episode. We're going to make it a great week, aren't we, folks? I've had four cups of coffee, and I am just getting started. I played that special mashup at the beginning because um, uh, tonight I am doing something very special, something that I've never done before in my life. I'm going to have sex for the first time, and I am so, so excited. Uh, I've heard great things. A lot of you guys highly recommend it, and I am so... uh, So Tuesday's episode is going to be huge. I'll be doing boots on the ground of my first sexual experience. Uh, No, I'm going to the Grateful Dead show, so of course... I had to uh, do a mashup of Jay-Z and the Grateful Dead. Of course, uh, the Grateful Dead, or Dead & Company as they're now known, is famous uh, because John Mayer made them famous, basically. They, uh, they were a small band that was uh, in some smaller markets, and then John Mayer joined, and it really has blown up in these last couple of years. I'm looking forward to uh, hearing Touch of Grey. Uh, your body is a wonderland. If they do quarter life crisis, I'm going to, I'm going to cry. I mean, if they do a 50 minute quarter life crisis by John Mayer, it is going to mean the world. Of course, they're going to play gravity. You you know, they're, they're going to do all the hits. Hopefully they do some of the grateful dead, uh, old songs as well, but I'm mainly looking forward to the new catalog. No, I'm really excited. So I am in a rush to get this done because, uh, if I'm in a different headspace later, it's going to be hard for me to come back and do commercials and things like that. So I'm hoping Sophie is on time. I saw she was at the Jets game, which I believe is a football team. I saw her five hours ago posting from a a football stadium, which is always comforting when you're like, okay, I think this is going to happen. So I'm recording this intro on the, the, the good chance that she is going to be ready to go in 15 minutes, which I believe she is. She said, yeah, I'm on my way home, which could mean so many different things, but it looks good. Uh, but I guess the big news that we need to talk about that I, I'm so excited to get Sophie's uh, opinion and thoughts on is that we're living in such a special time. Uh, the time, of course, we're sharing the same air as Pete Davidson, somebody who has really managed to, in such a short amount of time, you know, leave his mark on so many important females in our day and age. And you got to, I mean, and, and a lot of people love him. I said on Twitter last night that he is the Austin Kroll of TV and film. And a lot of people really uh, did not like that. They were like, how dare you? Pete's a good man. Guys, I'm not saying Pete's a bad man, but I am saying something is something is off. Like there are certain things where you're like, this is why we live in a simulation most likely. And whoever is in control of the Pete Davidson avatar is one of the best players of the game ever. Because great guy, funny guy, 
supposedly huge dong, but still it doesn't add up. Like there's something missing here. And also on top of it, Kim Kardashian, which is, this is what I'm talking about is the, the photographs on the roller coaster where she's holding. And by the way, there's multiple photos. So it, it feels like it wasn't just the photos you get at like fucking six flags where they're like, Oh, let's, let's buy this for $30. Like it seemed like somebody was up in the scaffolding, which means they got tipped off, which means Chris Jenner is hard at work once again. And I got to tell you, Kim looked relatively really happy. And I mean, I, I, I said that I'll, I'll talk about this with Sophie is that I remembered this story from like two years ago when him, Timothy Chalamet, Kid Cudi and Kanye West went to Nobu, uh, or Nobu, uh, not Nobu. And, uh, he got stuck with the bill, Pete Davidson. And he was like, he said, I, I was the, I was not, I was the least rich of all of those people. And that is wild. So finally Pete got payback. I mean, cause if I was Kanye, I mean, Kanye, just in terms of like a being a billionaire and on top of it being a rapper, that's like, I feel like that is an assault on his manhood. I mean, we all know it isn't. We all know that's immature, but Kanye is not the most mature artist in artist billionaire that we know of. You know, even Bill Gates would be upset at that. Um, so it is going to be so fun to hear Pete Davidson in a rap song pretty soon when Kanye speaks out against him. Like if we, <laughs> I would love, remember the old days when like Tupac, and uh, Biggie would like have songs about each other. Like if there's a Pete Davidson rap about Kanye and then Pete has to respond on SNL about Kanye, like we would be living in the golden age of pop culture, which I truly think we are. But there was a press release uh, set out today that, that uh, no, 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 they just run in the same friend circles. Wait, what? Wait, they run in the same friend. Pete Davidson's like 26 years old. What fucking friend circles are they? Like Pete lives in <laughs> New York Kim lives in LA in Calabasas area. What friend circles are they running in? I mean, like what's his friends, his friend, Randy buys stuff at skims. Like, I don't understand how that's even a possibility, but it was a cute little press release of like, no, 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 because they know that we know that they know that we know what is really going on here. But the sad thing is I'm also, and this is fun to give um, sympathy and pity to the man, uh, is that people are like, oh, Kim's using Pete. I hope Pete wakes up. Pete doesn't give a fuck. Pete's like, use me to your heart's content. You, In fact, I will I will gladly put my PP in your, your VV if it, uh, if it, I mean, I will gladly be used. Pete does not, Pete will be used all the way to the bank. Pete's been used so far by Kate Beckinsdale, Kaya Gerber. Like there is, I mean, this guy, and now it's like, you know, when you're famous and all of a sudden, like things just get handed to you. You don't have to audition for parts anymore. They just like that's where Kate, that's where Pete is with women. Women are just getting handed over to him. And I was like, do you think all this started supposedly when Pete uh, was on SNL when Kim get, uh, was the host and they did that Aladdin scene where they kissed? But I was like, do you think all the other guys on SNL are pissed? Like, I'm on this show, too. What happened with that? Like, and also, it wasn't like the Aladdin sketch was like, oh, my God, did you see the chemistry? No, it looked stupid as hell. I watched it. I thought it was a great episode, but, like, there wasn't like, holy shit, they really have something going. But also, I've been on roller coasters with girls before that I was not dating, and none of them asked me to hold their hand. Like, it was, they kept their hands so far away from me that it was awkward for me just to be on the roller coaster next to them to begin with. I mean, I'm sorry, but I just don't see like if you're holding hands on a roller coaster, come on. 
Like, come on. And did you see the smile? Did you see the... And Kim, don't... Come on. Kim knows when she's being, like, photographed and taped and all that stuff. Don't don't even let that fool you. And don't get by, like, oh, my God, we, we witnessed this private moment. No, we didn't. We witnessed a moment that they knew we were going to witness. But it doesn't mean, like... Even if it's all set up, I'm telling you, Pete's okay with it. Pete might fall in, like... And also, the great thing about this is that... Also, I forgot, has anyone checked in on Cassie David, Larry David's uh, daughter? That was how this all started. It was Cassie. And then, of course, Cassie hooked up supposedly with John Mayer, who I'm seeing tonight at the Dead Show. So it all comes full circle. If I do see John, I will ask her, uh, ask him about Cassie. And then I'll ask, um, when is your body as a wonderland coming up in the set? And how long will will they do drums in space off it? Um Okay, so that is the big news story. But it, guys, that is huge news stories. Of course, it also saves us from looking at the horrible things that we used to on Halloween with Kim Kardashian, where we would see which uh, outfits she dressed up with, uh, with Food God. Like, he would always be like, Kim, dress up with me. Like, they did Sonny and Cher once, but, like, Sonny had the wonky eye like he does. And um, I, I wonder, <laughs> I just want, I mean, guys, I this is this is pop culture, this is, I mean, this is rarefied air we're breathing when a when a pop culture story, and that's what you got to love about the Kardashians is they give us so much by having so little talent, and they've given us so so much. I mean, they really know the game, and you've got to appreciate how many avenues and layers to their game that they're. I mean, this is amazing. And of course, this week we got, they are fully shooting for the Hulu show. So if this Hulu show has a special Halloween episode where Pete Davidson shows up and you know what I want? I want him to reenact the scene from Fear with Mark Wahlberg and Alicia Silverstone on the, remember that awkward scene that you watch with your parents where all of a sudden Mark Wahlberg's finger banging Reese Witherspoon on a roller coaster? Like, and I was like, oh, this is awkward. Like that's, can you imagine that? But I guess in this instance, would Kim Kardashian be the Mark Wahlberg part or would Pete David, you know, the casting could go either way on that, but it's you just got to admit it's damn exciting. And there's nothing else I want to talk about. I mean, this really, truly is. I've forgotten about all other pop culture stories. We had, of course, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion part three. Fourth. Uh, we got her, folks. I was nervous because I knew the football game was today and I saw her there five hours ago on her Instagram. And I was like, oh, we're definitely not recording today. And then uh, she's here with us because she's a professional. But I just found out her team, the Bengals, lost. Sophie Ross, welcome to the show. I am so sorry. How are you handling all of this? Uh, I'm sad. I'm bummed. I'm not going to lie because the Jets aren't good. Jets are a bunch of assholes. I'll say it right now. I don't know football much, but I think they're a bunch of assholes. Wait, the fans, by the way, were so funny because and I'm sorry to any Jets fans listening, but like we just thought it was so funny because they were like celebrating a first down like it was like the Super Bowl because they're just like not. <laughs> but of course, team. they were like super. Yeah, they were like kicking our ass today. But then when we were leaving, I was, of course, decked out in full Bengals gear. Oh, and yeah. I was excited because I've gone to Jets games before as a Bengals fan. We've won. So I get to like talk shit on the train home this. And instead, I'm in Bengals gear and people are talking shit to me. This Jets <laughs> fan goes, loser. I was like, you think I'm not already suffering enough right now? You have to rub it in. But I was like, <laughs> what did you say like, back? And he was, 
I was like, fuck you. And he was like, fuck you. And I looked and he was like a 12 year old kid. I was like, of course, <laughs> engaging with a 12 year old kid. Just You're like, call, call me in five years, kid. Wink. <laughs> um, how did Joe Burrows, your love do? He did not do great. Okay. You know, so he didn't my... help. He didn't help the team. I think he was like distracted that I was there. Like, you know, that... That's what I was saying. we talked last week and he probably heard last week when you said, I said, Hey, would you be willing to have, if he had one person in every state and you were his person in New York, would you do it? And you said, yeah. And that's a lot of pressure to put on a sports player. So he <laughs> knew you were there. And he was like, if I, if I look stupid today, the, the free ride that Sophie would give me is done. I know he like, didn't want to embarrass himself in front of me. And I think he was overthinking it. It was, it's like the Tony Did you Romo. tweet at him? Did you remember, tweet him? Remember Tony Romo Jessica and Simpson. Simpson? That was, yeah, that was. Wait, by the way, you guys, it is funny that the only reason, the only way I know sports is if some kind of pop culture. Yeah. It's like, I knew exactly what she was talking about because of course I listened to the Jessica Simpson autobiography and she has a whole chapter about Tony Romo and being like, and she's like, and he lost every game I was at. Like, it was like amazing. Wait, that's like how I am with any sport. That's not the NFL. Like, I don't know anything. Like, I don't want people to get mistaken and think that I'm like super sporty. Cause I really only care about the NFL. Like I only know NBA players that have dated Kardashians. Yeah. I mean, that is true. Like, I mean, ben makes Sim- it more if you asked me to name NBA players, I'd be like, okay. Um, Ben Simmons, James Harden, um, Tristan Thompson. Well, Lamar Odom. Uh, well, he yeah. doesn't play anymore. No, I know, but I'm just saying if you, you know, he's in the past, but you could, oh, yeah. Kendall Jenner, especially you could create a, uh, an all-star team just from the guys she's dated. Oh yeah. Devin Booker. Yeah. I mean like she's um, dated some of the best NBA players out there from what I hear. She did. She like responded. Cause someone like made a joke like that once. And she was like, I forgot. Was it, was it you? Said. Was it you that made that joke? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well, speaking of the kardashians i guess we gotta start off with something that i've just I, I, in so many different ways i'm fascinated by this but of course uh is that uh yesterday we got pictures of pete davidson and kim kardashian at not scary farm holding hands on a roller coaster and i need all of your opinions on this what you think it is and and let's start off with the you know do you think this is real or not no And I actually, that was the first thing I said today when I was talking about it, IRL. Like I was, (laughs) I was like. (laughs) That's in real life, you guys. (laughs) Like not with my internet friends for a while. Um, But yeah, I was like, it's for attention. Like it just, it is like, I don't buy it for a sec. I just don't like, I just don't think it's, it's real. But take us through how that conversation you would imagine playing out. Like, like, cause Pete would have to agree with that. And I'm saying Pete's laugh. It's like laughing all the way to the bank. of like, Hey, yeah, you could use me. Can I touch your boobs? Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's like, I don't think it'd be hard to like convince him. Hey, like, you know, maybe oh. let's, you know, by the way, cause I don't know how it works exactly, but I just don't think it's a genuine relationship that's going anywhere. Yeah. But you just described all of our relationships in real IRL to begin okay. with. 90% of our relationships aren't going anywhere. I know? don't think it's a genuine relationship period. I'll finish the sentence there. Um, <laughs> did, I think I'm the only, did you ever see that movie fear? Also wait, before we move <laughs> on to fear, hold that thought. It's also like all of these, like, I feel like Kim knows that the bombshell scrawny tattooed guy combination is having a moment. Yeah. Yeah. 
Definitely. I mean, this is like a slap in the face to Kravis. Yeah, like move over, Kravis. No one cares about you anymore. <laughs> and also, I always, Pete Davidson always like, I, he, I just, I don't know. I know Kazzy David started this. Kazzy David, it all started with Kazzy David. Oh God, Kazzy David. It's yeah, all been so, perfect. that's where it started. And ever since then, he has betted or have been rumored to have betted. I mean, just a who's who. It's like Kendall Jenner with the NBA. It's like, he's really, what he's doing, I, I said this on Twitter, uh, tw- on twitter.com today but like you have i've not seen a run like this since tom hanks in the 90s with his movie choices like he did yeah. philadelphia into forrest gump into saving private ryan and like it's all just bangers in terms of movies and i feel like pete's doing that with women like uh, it's a who's who of every important female that we have out there it's just it's so impressive and now girls are just throwing themselves and this rumor of him having a big dong which he probably really does have a big dong it's not a rumor but like how desperate are girls with the, you know, like I'm, I'm talking like, like there's dummies that just work at like as custodians that have big dongs. Like it, it's not just the big dong. I mean, I think, yes. Once you're linked to any A-list woman, you're yeah. set for life when it turns to like getting women in the future. It's just, you know, Did like, you ever see that I movie don't, camp- it doesn't make sense to me, but like, yeah, if someone, if you, you know, are looking at Emily Ratajkowski's ex-boyfriend, you know, who might not actually, in fact, isn't that attractive. <laughs> oh no. He's like, I'm he looks very like a shocked weird... by her choices in men yeah. all the time, but it's like, yeah, you would find him probably, you'd be like, Oh, Oh, like if he can get, yeah. her, like <laughs> there's something special about him. Like oh. <laughs> you look at him differently. That's what, did you ever see that movie? This is before Here? your time, but no, can't buy me love with Patrick Dempsey. And it's like an eighties film, but it was basically this girl, no. like in high school spills, like, ripple which is like a like a shitty red wine all over her mom's like fur dress or something and this nerd who saved up lawn mowing money which is paid by patrick dempsey he goes he was going to buy a telescope but he sees her at the and she can't afford the dry cleaning this thousand dollar dry cleaning he's like i'll give you a thousand dollars if you pretend to be my girlfriend because she's the most popular girl in high school for two weeks and she's like you think that'll make you popular he's like I'm willing to bet a thousand dollars. It does. And then it does actually make him popular. And she like, then starts falling in love with him though. But then he's all excited about being popular. And then he starts betting all the popular girls. And then he realizes all along, he wanted this girl to begin with and, and how popularity changed him. I've gone off topic, but wouldn't it be great if Pete Davidson paid Cassie David originally? He's like, I'm willing to bet a thousand joints. If you date me, I can start dating. I don't think it started people. with Cassie David though. It started with Ariana Grande. Like well, that was huge. It was like his like first long term. And I feel like they were like on even footing. It's not like yeah, she that's was true. like an A-lister. No, that's true. It was with Ariana Grande is what is what made him, you know. Like he can date off that for the rest of his it's like somebody exactly. doing a good film or releasing a good album, then you can release three shitty albums without anybody questioning you because you'll always have the good album, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like what is Kim? Th- I mean, even age, like it's amazing because here's a billionaire. That ha- I mean, and also the Kanye effect. I, I talked about the story yesterday. Like immediately I remembered the no boo story where Pete Davidson had to pay for him, Timothy Chalamet, Kid Cudi and Kanye West. He got oh, yeah. stuck with the bill, which is like, and he did a whole bit on Seth Meyers show about it or one of those late night shows. And it's like, Kanye has got to be flipping out. Like, honestly, this, this is like, cause Kanye's so weak. Like he's got to be flipping out. Don't you think? He Even just the joke of it. Stunt. Like, he could be in on it. Like, I think that we have to look at everything the Kardashians do through the lens of attention is their currency. 
like they're doing anything for attention. I don't see anything they do as genuine. Like I actually just don't like, and I, I feel like that's just a good, um, you know, I don't know what the word is. But doesn't it still excite? Like when you saw it, wasn't it exciting? It didn't make you feel something. Aren't you, are you not entertained as Russell Crowe and Gladiator says? I rolled my eyes, I think. I was like, oh, okay, now now we have this. There was an earthquake in New York last night and it was actually just Sophie rolling her eyes at uh, 8 p.m. last night. Yeah, I was like, okay, now, yeah. I I love that's the difference between you and me. You rolled your eyes and I was like, yee, yee. I know, I was so excited. We're a good balance. Um. Okay, so moving on to something just as fake, if not faker, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills had part three of their reunion this week. And I'm just, even I, like my heart is just not in it anymore. Like unless the fourth, unless the fourth thing happens where like fires shoot out of Erica Jane's asshole, I just don't see, like it just meant nothing. All the words seem faked and forced. What what were your thoughts on it? Anything stand out to you? It was, yeah, it was boring, first of all. Like it was super boring. I'm over the Kathy Hilton montages. I don't need any more of them. Um, yeah, I can't even remember what else happened. It well, was we've worn those moments to death, the fan base, because Kathy's had so many great moments, but we've been talking about them nonstop. So to see a montage of them is pointless. It's like we've already we've been we've not we've never not been talking about this. Yeah, you know, we've already beaten them to death on Twitter. You know, it's like we don't we don't need to keep and going. I- them let me i'm i'm going back actually to um your tweets yeah look at my tweets. by the way and i will say this this is a compliment to sophie i say it every week but her twitter when a housewife show gets on is just really just laser like in its precision like i i no joke you should write for a late night talk show because it is so dead on and you're usually horrible with your twitter any other time but just when those housewife shows air you are on, it's like some of the best tweets I read in the genre, you know? Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you, baby gorgeous. <laughs> baby gorgeous. Where you want to go? This, uh, Hi, mommy, will you take me to Wendy's oh, to okay, unclog yeah. my heart? So Erica being like, I'm not playing the victim as she's playing the victim. I'm not playing them. And wait, also when she was like, when, when Andy was like, but Erica, it seems like you're really not, you know, talking about the victims at all and or you know thinking about them and she goes i am thinking about the victims however <laughs> it's like it's all about erica and it's like it's yeah it's a personality disorder is what i would call it like she's just incapable of seeing how bad she looks which is she just has no self-awareness i don't know if you find any play in this but i said in the recap is that it almost i wish there was almost just a one-on-one uh, conversation with Erica and Andy, because I almost feel like with the other ladies there, it gives this distraction there that Erica Jane uses to never really answer any questions more than like three seconds. I know we're seeing an edited show, but when all these other ladies start speaking, Erica starts responding to the other ladies instead of Andy. And I would almost want a one-on-one between Andy and Erica, because I do think Andy, you know, is doing what he, as, as best as he can do. But like, I would love to see one-on-one because even when Andy does push back, all these other ladies jump in and then it becomes about the other ladies jumping in more than what Erica would say. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's like part of the strategy is that these. Yeah. It reads strategy. Yeah. The fraud force five (laughs) are always, you know, jumping in to save Erica. So, and the other thing is like, 
I mean, we have not heard Sutton speak more than three sentences in two episodes now. And I'll say, I'll say, I'll need to speak so bad. Like, don't you wait? Did you, by the way, did you see that Instagram this week where she called? She's like, she's like, who is that guy with you? Is that your boo? And she's like, no, it's my homosexual assistant. I'll say, I'll say. Yeah. Did you see that? I love him. I love him, <laughs> I love him too. It's just on Twitter. And then all the people from Twitter were going to Sutton's Instagram and being like, is that your yeah. homosexual assistant? And she just like <laughs> responds with a smiley face. I love it because Sutton kind of reminds me of that, that person that like means well and she and then she knows, but I like that she laughs yeah. at herself where she's like sticking her foot in her mouth and she kind of laughs at herself. I love that. Yeah, um, she's like, yeah, she's just like a funny mom, you know? Yeah, exactly. But she's sexy too. I hear you're dating Sutton. Please give me a shot. Oh, could you oh imagine? Could you imagine if I show up and then I get into it with Lisa? I'm like, Lisa, you're fucking annoying. I want you to, sh- I want you to sit down. You go, yes. You're inherently cold, Lisa. And then I like laugh with PK. Wait, what was it? You're not intentionally cold. You're inherently, you're inherently cold. Um, speaking of PK, and I want us to really try to be as respectful as we can with this next topic. Because uh, there's a lot of different theories. I personally uh, is that Dorit Kemsley, of course, uh, had a home invasion on, uh, I believe Thursday night uh, or Wednesday night, or it, you know, it was it was literally the next day after Andy had been talking about all of the clothing that she wears and all of the purses and all that stuff that all the ladies wear. A home invasion the next night, and um, there's a. I don't even want to say like there's a it's really weird because I see people getting really upset when people are like, well, I bet it was staged or something like that. And I understand that, that, that anger about like, how dare you say something like that? But I will say the housewives have lied and done so many weird things over the years that that's kind of where sometimes the fan base has to be. And I know that's going to upset a lot of people, but I mean, here, I will say, I totally do. I do, do believe this. I mean, I'm interested in your thoughts, but I will say I do, I do have to believe this is true because I just don't, why would you ever make up something like this, especially with two kids? Like, especially, I just don't think they would go that far, even though I know PK has financial issues. What are your thoughts? So, yeah, I think it's a horrific thing to lie about. And I can't fathom how someone could lie about this. So, um, Yeah, I definitely do want to believe. I mean, it's horrible, but yes, I obviously don't want to think that Dorit is making this up because it's, you know, um, just horrific. Yeah. But at the same time, I also understand how, you know, the fan base who, you know, were watching Jen Shaw and Erica and all of these fraudsters and also knowing that, you know, Dorit does have kind of like a shady, like, you know, kind of shady past and kind of- Wait, Dorit has or PK has? Both of them. Like even Dorit's businesses are like shady. Like, yeah, I feel like, you know, it's, I understand the skepticism, especially the fact that it was like the day filming started, which was also just like interesting. So I get the skepticism. Again, I do not- want to say or think that she's lying because again, I think that's a horrific thing to lie about. 
Um, but again, like you said, I understand the skepticism. It's hard not to be skeptic when, you know, we have been kind of deceived by a lot of these housewives over the years. And I, I saw a lot of stuff online of like, how dare people think it's not exactly what they said. And I, I was just, I was like, okay, but you got to admit that like these ladies have not been truthful in so many situations that I'm not blame. I mean, but I will like, I don't want to blame my cold black heart on them, but at the same time, there's so many examples of them just flat out lying. Like it had been proven over the years. And if you read even David Quinn's oral history, like all of these lies and all of this deception that sometimes our minds are trained to go there. And I don't think it's necessarily makes us horrible people to like, always look at the other side of things. I mean, we're dealing with that with Erica Jane now, anything, you know? I think if anything, it, it's good to question things and, you know, like, and not take any, everything you read or hear as fact, especially when it comes to thirsty celebrities. I think that if, yeah, there's anything you can take away just for me in general is that I never take anything as fact that I hear about celebrities. Like, I just don't, I, I think it's good to have a level of skepticism. Like, what did, what did you think when you saw the photos the next day of all the ladies rushing to Dorit's side, including, um, have you heard of this? There was like a lady on the housewives. I forgot what season, uh, John Mellencamp. It was somebody related to John Mellencamp, like Hetty, uh, like something like, uh, Chetty, like Chetty Mellencamp. I like, it sounds familiar. I barely remember. Yeah, I know. It's it's like something that I don't necessarily, but she was wearing, whoever this lady was, was wearing Mellencamp on their shirt when they ran to to Teddy, to, to uh, Dorit's rescue. And, but I, I was also just like, chill, Chetty, like chill, Teddy. like Teddy, we don't need you there. Like, te- I almost feel like I, I know this, this is how black my heart is. They were filming that day, which is also another weird thing. Because we always complain that Dorit didn't have a storyline. Well, Dorit's got a storyline now. Dorit's yeah, got us. And I'm not saying that, but I'm saying we get to see all this played out. It's already been said on multiple outlets that this will be a part of the show. How interesting in so many ways, even if it is completely true, just the timing is so weird. But I don't want this to give another reason for Teddy to be a friend of, you know? Yeah, we don't want that. Like, get her <laughs> away. <laughs> Did you read the reviews for Edwin's security company or her husband? Oh my God, I saw really that. Really bad. Like scam old people. Like this lady, I mean, I, you know, from the true crime podcast to the all in fucking like horrible, like, you know, hold you against your will diet. This lady allegedly does some really horrible things and her husband seems to do them too. And for her to like, then did you see that her coming against Dana Wilkie? Dana Wilkie, of course, the $25,000 sunglass housewife who Dana's been on the show before. She's a controversial figure. I was on her live a couple of weeks ago. Dana's really funny. She's always been insanely nice to me, but Dana had posted that day, uh, a thing about PK. Okay, you guys, we will be back to the pop culture roundup in just one second, but we got to keep the lights on here. We got to read some advertisements, which I appreciate if you listen to uh, all three of these today, because uh, I'm just always ecstatic when uh, anybody advertises on the show, but I love these brands. I love these brands also because they have given me product to try out, and I actually have uh, tried all of these. And, uh, our first one is Raycon and you know, I'm into music. I've gone to literally 8 billion concerts in the last two weeks 
And uh, I got to say, Raycon, I'm bringing with me to every concert. Uh, they are just amazing. They can get you amped. You can listen to your podcast. You can listen to your Grateful Dead, your John Mayer. You can listen to my podcast on Raycons. And I got to tell you, as we lead up to the holiday season, it's never too early to start gift shopping for the holidays, especially because today you can save big on a gift your family and friends will use every day. That's Raycon wireless earbuds. Um, I use these every day. They look sleek. They really do look, and they are so inexpensive for the quality that these things are. I, I did use them on the vacation with my parents. I am now using them on the daily. I have not lost them yet, which was is, is amazing. I'm very proud of myself for that. Uh, with seamless Bluetooth pairing and a comfortable noise isolating fit you can start listening right away and you can keep listening for hours the audio quality is amazing and you guys i am an audiophile i'm one of those snobs and it sounds amazing comparable to what you get from other premium brands except raycon starts at half the price like i said pricing really does matter especially when you're broke like me uh the new everyday earbuds come with three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best with just the right amount of bass you got pure mode which is for podcast listening blues instrumental i consider my podcast blues and instrumental uh you have balanced mode uh podcast listening as well rock heavy rock metal and you got bass mode hip-hop edm reggae Raycon offers eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. That's huge. There's also a built-in mic, and you can take calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. So this holiday season, get them something they can use for calls, for music, for work, for play, at home, or on the go. Or, get this, pick up a pair for yourself. You have earned it. Give yourself a gift. Trust me, you are going to use them every day. Now, go to buyraycon.com slash so bad today to unlock exclusive deals up to 20% off your Raycon order. But hurry, this offer is available for a limited time only and you don't want to miss it. That's buyraycon.com slash so bad to unlock up to 20% off your Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash so bad. Ah, I love that. Uh, our next one is Simply Safe. Now, they've been with us uh, multiple times. If you have ever wanted to make your home feel safer, there is no better time than now. This is a product that is specifically built for the day and age that we are in now. This week, our friends at Simply Safe are giving So Bad It's Good listeners 40% off their award-winning home security. I thought I misread that, but it's true, 40% off. We love Simply Safe because it has everything you need to make your home safe. Indoor and outdoor cameras comprehensive sensors, all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who send help the instant you need it. Like I said earlier, we set one up in our backyard because I'm in this house which has like three houses attached to it. And uh, I said this horrible story that that our neighbor, somebody, uh, somebody broke into the back house. And if she had had Simply Safe, this wouldn't have happened. So that is set up in the backyard now. And of course, I set up the indoor one uh, to catch my roommate because I know he goes through my crap in my room. So I have set that up to catch him. Uh, Josh, I will catch you. You are not safe because Simply Safe is on the case. Uh, Simply Safe has been named Best Home Security System of 2021 by US News and World Report. You can easily customize a system for your home online in minutes and even get free custom recommendations from Simply Safe. These are Simply Safe's biggest discounts of the year. You can get a complete home security system starting at just over $100. There are no long-term contracts or commitments. 
it's a really easy way to start feeling a bit more safe and to have a bit more peace of mind. Like I said, we need that in today's day and age more than ever. So take advantage of Simply Safe's holiday sale and get 40% off your new home security system by visiting simplysafe.com slash so bad. Again, that's simply safe, S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash so bad for 40% off your entire system. But hurry, this offer ends very soon. And you guys, our final commercial today is our favorite, uh, Osea, which is uh, just an amazing, amazing skincare company. They have been with us many times, and this is the company that I love the most. Is Not only they have an amazing product, but they care enough of their product that they actually walked me through it. They actually did an onboarding call with me and walked me through what this product means to them, what you should expect. And I got to say, it's amazing. And I will tell you, it's funny, the more people I meet, the more people actually know about this product and use it on a daily basis. And that is incredible. In fact, I just ordered more myself. I'm not kidding. I just ordered more of Osea the other day. Um, It is really cool. I have been glad to add this. And I don't even want to say add this. I'm glad to make this part of my skincare um, skincare lineup. I don't have a skincare lineup until now. So thank you to Osea. I'm just naturally beautiful, but as I get older, I'm realizing that is not going to be the case forever. And that is why this product has really come in handy for me. So Osea has been making products that are clean, vegan, and safe for your skin and the planet for over 25 years. When it comes to clean beauty, Osea is the pioneer. They have award-winning skincare, body scrubs, wellness products, and body treatments. Their Andaria Algae Body Oil has been a celebrity favorite for years. They have a ton of great gift set options at different price points, and they all look and feel super luxurious. And you guys, as the holiday season comes, these are the things that kind of make amazing gifts. So I'm really excited that they advertise with us over the holidays, because if you're looking for something to get uh, any of your family or friends, I think this is amazing. Uh, These things don't even need to be wrapped because the glass packaging is so beautiful on its own, and it is more sustainable than plastic. These are sturdy bottles. They really are a very sleek-looking product. Um, So only share the best with your friends and family. Osea is the perfect gift for anyone. Um, The Andaria Algae Body Oil, it feels... Uh, I've said this before, and I got made fun of, by the way, by my friend, but it is. It makes me feel luxurious. It feels rich, not greasy. Um, It's not sticky. It absorbs into the skin. Uh, And I got to say, when the winter comes, it starts getting colder. Your skin starts getting drier, um, and this actually moisturizes, and it leaves my skin a lot softer and smoother than it was before. Uh, All Osea products are clean, vegan, cruelty-free, climate-neutral, and it's created with sustainably sourced seaweed and made in California, so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. This holiday season, stock up and share your new favorite clean skin care and body care with your friends and family. We even have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order with promo code SOGOOD at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-M-A-L-I-B-U.com. You're going to get free samples with every order and orders over $50 get free shipping. Gifting is always easier if you start early, so head to oseamalibu.com and use code SOGOOD. And now back to the show. Just like posted one photograph of a, uh, a, a legal document and it didn't even have the address of their house. 
but it was something that PK was like, PK literally then posted on the Instagram and said, Dana Wilkie gets the CUNT of the week award. And this was the day before all this happened. And then Teddy, the next day, once this happened, said, Dana Wilkie, you are to blame for what happened to them. You inspired this home invasion. And I'm like, first, and Dana immediately fired back. was like, I didn't have any address there. Their address is on pu- public records, it, first it's off. It's so easy to find anyone's oh, address if you within, look. But within three clicks, their house is up on market. All of the uh, rooms, including all the kids' toys, toy rooms are on there. There is so much information about the Kemsleys you could find out within three clicks. And for Teddy exactly. to misdirect, and I love somebody said on, uh, I think Dana said, hey, you should know a lot about safety, especially your husband. And if you read the reviews for his uh, security company, he's not really all about making people safe either. Like, don't throw stone. Uh, if you live in a glass house, do not throw stones. Teddy is manipulative. And, and the worst offense is she's dumb. She's just dumb. A dumb lady. She's, yeah, she's dumb. She just is bland. Yeah, just tragically born without a personality. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, the women rushing there, like, do we, I know they've been filming now for a couple of weeks. And part of me was like, I feel like they are going to rush this season out because how hot everything is right now. But like after next week, I feel like I want a long break from the Beverly Hills ladies. Are you like that? Or are you like, give me more, more, more. I'm like, give me more. Really? Okay. I know what it's like to need a break from things. I'm like needing a break really badly from like the bachelor franchises. What do you, so you haven't watched the new season, right? With Michelle? I'm watching it, but I'm like, I'm so fatigued by it all because now we have like Clayton season and then we have the next bachelor season. And then. So you're, I want to give your name to Sarah Heron. I was on the us weekly podcast for the bachelorette this week to recap it, but you should go on her, the us weekly pod about it. If you're watching it. Oh my God. Should I? You should totally. Let me, let me, if you're watching it, let me tell her you're watching it. Yes. I know she knows you. So she's Sarah's awesome. You know, Sarah Heron, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. She's yeah. We had a great time, but you would love, you would love to be on. Oh that. my um, God. That'd be awesome. If you're watching it, but like, uh, but is yeah, it? No, I am watching it. I'm just like, I think after Michelle's season, I'm, I'm kind of like, I need a break. Like well, I need I'm a break until they get Bachelor in Paradise going again. It's like, yeah. like we said, this is a feeder system into that. And yeah. I love Bachelor in Paradise, but watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette is is sort of feeling archaic now. Yeah, it is. It feels archaic. It's the same thing every single season. Um, yeah. And like, of course, it's like Michelle is like such an ideal Bachelorette. It has nothing to do with her. Like, if anything, it's like she, the reason that, I'm still watching is because she's bachelorette this season. Um, otherwise I probably wouldn't. It's like, yeah, it's just formulaic. It's the same thing over and over again. It's the same drama every season, pretty much. Um, yeah. And it's yeah. just, I want paradise. That's all I care about. <laughs> uh, we got further uh, information this week, which I thought was so uh, in terms of real housewives of New York, it comes out that there was information that Ramona, um, we had uh, Ebony K. Williams uh, supposedly, I think, requested a, uh, or she lobbied a complaint saying that Ramona was exhibiting racist behavior. And that was the holdup for the reunion. But I want, before anybody, this is such a divisive issue, which it really shouldn't be. I feel like this is a very easy issue, but it seems divisive for some reason, which worries me. But I also want to point out that this was not the first complaint filed against Ramona 
in terms of racism. There was uh, crew members that filed the same complaint, but the reunion didn't happen because they were investigating this. And then all of a sudden, Ramona just completely pulled out, which means they uh, squashed the reunion, which is just wild to have. I mean, so many things are wrong here, but wild to have Ramona have that much control over a franchise where they pulled it, you know? Right. You would think that like, okay, well, if you don't come to do the reunion, you're fired. Um, It's in your contract. Kind of like Adrian or whoever it was in Beverly Hills. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's ridiculous. She shouldn't be able to decide that. And I think it's, yeah, it's bullshit that it seems like they're trying to like pin it also on like Ebony. Like it's just, yeah. Well, they really lay, I mean, I hear I, there were certain things that I loved about Ebony and certain things I disliked about Ebony, just like with any housewife. Um, But I will say that it's really, I think they are leaving her, Bravo is leaving her out to dry a little bit. They're like letting her out to the wolves for some reason. And I don't fully understand it because, you know, it's like, I know Ramona's popular, but at the same time, you've got to look to the future. You know, at some point you are going to have to cut and run from Ramona. And we're seeing that she's kind of like this horrible person. And we've seen it so many times. It's not like you're going to get something unique from her in her horribleness because we've seen the the worst she can be. I don't know where where they think this is headed, you know? Yeah, yeah. It just, it's the worst possible situation, honestly, that they're in right now. Did you hear, and this is interesting, I need to, I don't know if you've done a 23 and me, but I have, and I, my sister did. So I basically well, did. Well, I got my 23 and me back this, uh, this week. And did you know I am 80% Dutch slut? <laughs> did you hear? <laughs> so I love it. Yeah, no, it's crazy. They're really accurate. And my mom said, I am from a long line of Dutch sleuths. Um, so what I'm referring to you guys is that of course there's a boy band called one direction and Zayn Malik, uh, is a part uh, was a part of that band. And he of course is with, uh, Gigi Hadid and Gigi, they had a child together. And this week explosive news came out that involves the housewives, Yolanda Hadid, of course, Lyme's, di- Lyme's disease, Yolanda, just so who is, who is that man in this world? Yolanda, just so many iconic moments. It came out that he maybe allegedly physically assaulted Yolanda and called her a Dutch slut, which is just, I love that I am that into pop culture where I was like, that's iconic. I need to make a shirt that says I'm a Dutch slut on it immediately when this is a very serious issue. But Zane immediately put out uh, two, I think, press releases saying that, you know, let's not argue this in the press. Uh, and also that uh, I categorically deny all of this, but then he also pleaded no contest. There's already charges been brought up. It's This happened supposedly a week and a half ago, um, but it's very interesting even in the discourse of this, and I'm curious to hear what you feel because everybody's like, well, we see how Yolanda is so horrible from the show. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but that doesn't still mean you've exactly. made your hands on yeah. somebody. Like, I was like, this is wild. I was hearing women, women that are my friends saying, well, she's real uppity, you know, <laughs> like what? I mean, it's, yeah, it's disturbing and victim blaming. And I think a lot of it, I mean, not, you know, your, your friends that are saying it, but like a lot of these people online that are saying are like crazy Zane stands and like Zaniacs. Yeah. Zaniacs. Zaniacs. Like they have, it's like a crazy, crazy fan base. Like it's scary. 
And so, yeah, they're, they're probably attacking Yolanda. I'm sure she's getting like tons of like death threats. Um, I'm sure Gigi is getting bombarded too. I saw people were like really, really, really ripping on Gigi too. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The person (laughs) ripping on is the, you know, the abusive washed up loser. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Wonder. By the way, dude. Well, and Sophie, you know, I mean, I don't know if you remember my history with the Zaniacs is I, I I vaguely remember that. So yeah. So when he, he had gotten into a bar fight in June and I'd read about it on TMZ and right before I fell asleep, after I read it on TMZ, I Joe, I did my Twitter's just trash all around. And I said, Hey, just got into a fight with Zane from one direction. And then I woke up like four hours later and, and I looked at my phone as I do. Uh, and, and, uh, it was really getting, I was like, wow, this tweet really blew up. Wow. It's a lot funnier than I thought it was, I guess. And then I read the first comment. It was like, I'm going to kill you. And I was like, what? And then it was like, (laughs) and then the other comment was, we found who did it. You guys, it's this douchebag. And then I was like, I deleted the thing and I went back to bed. And then when I woke up, I was like multiple death threats. You're not funny. You're an idiot. You're ugly. I'm going to kill you. Like all these all these oh. things. And I go, guys, God. and I was like, you guys like put a little work into your investigating. You can tell I live in LA. That's New York. Also, the guy looks nothing like me. That's a stupid, it's a very bad joke. I I'm very guilty of that. But, and this lasted for a week of me having to argue with Zaniacs. And like, I had to eventually on the podcast go, I'm talking to the Zaniacs right now. I mean, you no harm. I'm more of a Harry Styles guy I myself. Yeah. I come in peace. Like I do not, like, but the Zaniacs are wild. Like what they'll, yeah. I will say it does seem like, I don't not know Zane. I don't know his solo career, but it seems like he's a very troubled young man. He's like that, reclusive and yeah, he's had, I mean, there've been rumors about, you know, drug use. Yes. I don't know, but like. Well, his label dropped him this week after yeah, this. Yeah, his label and, dropped him. Like everyone dropped him. And Dubois said they, their label was like, the label said they were worried about his, uh, that he smokes very strong weed. <laughs> yeah, like, like that's that's what they're like, trying, Yeah, that's what they're trying to put out there that it's weed. Yeah, I'm sure it's weed. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we'll tell him. That's the yeah, Erica Jane, that's the ticket. Tom Tom was smoking very strong weed. Yeah. He, he rolled his car five times. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, did you see Erica Jane on TMZ? They got her and she said she's like, I'm looking for a rich man. And I was just like, Erica, fucking like, I mean, I like, I know old habits die hard, but like, you know, just gross. Just overall, like, even if she, you guys, even if she didn't know about any of this law shit, come on. She's a gross human being. Like, right, right. Do you think she's like, yes, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. She's so embarrassing. Just, okay. Yeah. We know Erica that you're looking for a rich man because how else are you going to sustain your lifestyle? Like we know. Wait, why aren't you out for Halloween right now? Because I don't really care about Halloween. Really? Did you do anything for Halloween last night? Stressful. No, I was very stressful. I honestly, I did go out last night. We didn't dress up and we were like, oh, like everyone was obviously dressed up. And we were just like, eh, we went out to dinner and like, you know, faces by I'm boring. I'm like, no, no, I. I faces by Bravo invited me to his Halloween party today. And I got, I just, I was like, at the last minute, I was like, I was going to do like a little like trash can and be Lisa Rinna. Like I, that was a joke I made on Instagram, but I really was going to do that because it was going to be a Bravo party with like Christian gray and great snow and him. And and then I got nervous and then I'm going to the dead show instead. So 
which by the way, John Mayer, uh, I'm going to get to see him perform tonight with the dead. I'm very oh, excited. You're so lucky. That's my man's. I've never been to a dead show. Have you been to a dead show? No, I've seen John Mayer live a bunch of times, but I haven't been to a dead show. I do, you th- do you think he'll play a lot of his hits? I don't know what. No, there's mean? no way at a dead show. There's. I'm, I'm joking. There's. I don't know. Never... Like it's like I don't know what a dead show is like. I've never been. Like I don't know if John Mayer was playing his hits at a dead show, I'd go. <laughs> no, I. I'm I know. sorry. Everyone I looked up every set. There's lame no. ass like not going out for Halloween, making fun of the Grateful Dead. No, you're not making fun of the Grateful Dead at all. You just, I, I asked you as that's okay, but yeah, you just have to understand in the context of me just being like a John Mayer stand. Like I would be there for John, not the Grateful Dead. Oh, oh. it's getting real yeah. tonight. Woo. Um, Whoa. <laughs> If you're a wine lover like me, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, I get to discover new wines I'm guaranteed to enjoy. That's because First Leaf gets to know your unique preferences. To start, all you have to do is answer a few quick questions on their website about what flavors that I like, how often I drink wine, and if I prefer red wine white or rosé or a combination. Now, based on my answers, First Leaf curated an amazing selection of wines just for me. And when I rate those wines, my wine selection gets even more tailored. You guys, I have to tell you, I got a free shipment with them, but I kept my membership going because I liked it so much. I swear to God, I got this great Sangiovese. I got a Malbec. Uh, I did get a rosé as well because I have a combination and I am loving it. Best of all, I get to choose when I want my box delivered and how often I get new assortments of wine. Being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has its perks. As a member, I get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. Plus, I get member-exclusive pricing on every order, so you can continue to order the ones that you love. So, join the club today with me and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash so good to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash so good. Tryfirstleaf.com slash so good. Elevating my style used to mean breaking the bank, but with Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at prices I can actually afford. Now I can upgrade my style by snagging killer luxury essentials that sync with my vibe and my wallet. You guys know I've got a blue linen blazer. Now I have a black leather jacket, and I have my eye on this Italian suede trucker jacket. I think that's going to be my next purchase. So Quince creates timeless essentials that never go out of style. You're going to have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, iconic 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow-knit activewear. With all Quince items, everything is priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. How do you not love that? So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Woo, woo, woo! 
um, did you know Adele's album's coming out as well as Ed Sheeran? And there's all of these. Oh my God, Ed Sheeran. I haven't yeah. heard that name in a while. Yeah, his out. Al- shape of you. Well, he just got COVID. So he was, he had to cancel his SNL appearance because he got COVID. But then I was listening to an interview and there's this really interesting thing that happened. Did you realize all of these people are pushing their release dates of their albums because, and this is there's a vinyl shortage overseas. So there's only so like there is like the supply chain and all that stuff. Ed Sheeran had to move his release date because like all of these big artists lined up like Adele has her factory printing all this vinyl. And it's like there's a vinyl. I'm not joking. There's a vinyl shortage that vinyl has become so popular that there is a shortage. You will not be getting your vinyl albums of all these hit makers because of like a like I just thought it was so weird. Um, sap. I don't. I, I don't know. I rubber. I don't. I feel like an idiot now. I don't know. People are screaming at home listening to this. Like you idiot. Yeah, it's made of. Uh, <laughs> what is it made of? Let's see. Because like, why don't they? I never. Okay, I'm sorry. This is like I clearly don't work in like logistics or distribution, but it always confuses me when there's like a shortage of something that like is man-made. It's like just make more. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, no. Do you ever think about this? Hey, if you've ever smoked weed, do you ever think about this? Do you ever think about like, okay, well, so they're saying like, there's an oil shortage or oil. Why don't we like, we had the choice when cars were made, like. Oh, vinyl's how- made from plastic, by the way. It's oh, like PVC. Perfect. PVC. Oh, well, I, yeah, I've given so many plastic bottles back. We should be fine. But like in terms of oil and cars, like, shouldn't we just, shouldn't we just make like, if we make the cars, couldn't you make them so like it'll take anything? Like you put pizza crust in there and it should fuel a car. Like, why did we pick oil? Why is oil the one thing that gets a car going? It feels like inventing wise, that's the wrong way to go then. We should have gone to something like air or something. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not high, I swear, but I know I, have thought I was researching um what vinyl records are made of. Yeah, it's PVC. Um, Drake celebrated his 35th birthday this weekend with a rap battle at his death till death do us part event. He had a rap battle event in Los Angeles, which is amazing as a 35 year old to be like, I'm going to do a rap battle. Um, He's returned to the top of the billboard 200 charts for a fifth week with his song certified lover boy with that. That's not the song that's isn't the song. I'm too sexy. Uh, Anyways, song it is, but that's the album. Yeah. I don't know. Drake bought himself a gift this week. He bought himself a $5.5 million one-of-a-kind Richard Millet watch as a present to himself for his birthday. Like 5.5. Imagine spending $5.5 million for your birthday. Oh, my God. I was just having this conversation also. This is so weird. So we were just talking about my dad's like a huge watch guy. Like very into watches. Like that's a big, so is John Mayer, by the way. Fun fact. John Mayer's huge. I did know that. And Jay-Z is as well. Like if you're anybody. That's that's like a big thing. So like I kind of, I know that's a lot, but like I get it because watch people are like freaks about watches. Yeah. But like, it's the same as where I just don't get it. Like, and also I'd be so bummed if I got like famous and then people try to pressure me into buying watches and i would say yeah just to be cool like what? i i looked at the wa- i looked at like the watch, watch with their briefcases are yes. like this. well that's what i and i looked at the watch and it looked dope but also i've said like 
guess what? Like I've seen cool watches at Target. I like too. All you know, like look the same to me. Like my dad can like look at like an NFL sideline or whatever, and he's like, oh, he's got the uh, <laughs> <laughs> hell like they all freaking look the same yeah like i'm just but like yeah, not watch people they're just different you know but also like i feel like it relates back to the housewives it's like oh cool you've given yourself a reason to be killed you've given yourself a reason to be killed to snatch that watch that's like true. you've that's advertised like any, that's like any woman who wears like an engagement ring you know yeah and that's why dj james kennedy on vanderpump Rude's like Raquel, if you dig it, if you dig it, I'm going to be upset at you for your engagement ring. Did you yeah, watch Yeah, it's like, why get, that was dumb. James is like kind of annoying me this season. Dude, I met Raquel on, uh, on Tuesday. And how? She, okay, well, I I put, so I went to see you next Tuesday on Tuesday with, uh, to see DJ James Kennedy perform. And, um, and Charlie was, Charlie, so me and my buddy Jay went oh, I and- I know. And I know Charlie, like I did an interview, like, so we're, me and Charlie are actually friendly and I will say Charlie talked to us for like 20 minutes while she, I will say this, like she, she should have been a little bit more worried about her tables. Like she just like planted, like she, like I, to a point where I was like, yo, yo, do you need to like check on people? Like, and she's like, no, no, it's good. Like what's going on? Like it's the pods blowing up. Huh? And like, she was, and she is the nicest coolest oh, person I, I will say but she's not drinking because she's like lost 40 pounds because she's competing and she has like a coach for her like oh like but like saw that. i follow her on instagram she's like training for like yes competition. but she's still fucking fun like she is a funny as hell girl and she was like i can't say it here but she was like giving really like insight i'll tell you like she was giving inside dirt on like vanderpump did you know it's only a 13 episode season really yeah 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 Wow, that's yeah. not good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like they got it off the ground. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and then what was interesting, so DJ James Kennedy plays, and I got to see him perform Top Man, which is always amazing. It's Wait, one of my favorite songs. Again? Top Man, Top Man, Top Man, he's a bad man. You yeah. say, give him in a debt. And Raquel was just standing to the stage. She was dressed as a beautiful witch. And, um, and, and then, so like, so then I got to talk to Raquel because Jesse Montana was there and I've interviewed Jesse and we talked and, and I said, Hey, Raquel, by the way, I just want to let you know, you're doing amazing. This it's like, I was like three vodka sodas deep. So I was like, Hey, come here. Let me, you're doing amazing this season, girl. Let me tell you what you could do. You know? So I started and, but I was really honest. I said, you're amazing. You've got a heart of gold. Like I really, I just, you know, I just yeah, think you're seems like a sweetheart. And she really, I got, she really was, she really is one of the nicest, like, and I can usually tell when people are like in like to bullshitting and she was yeah. just so, and, and I, I felt so bad for her. one girl come up to took a picture of her and called her Lala. And she was like, I'm not Lala. I'm a Raquel. And uh, <laughs> she's just the, what? how could you ever make that mistake? I know. I know. It was probably somebody that was like, go get a picture of this. Like it probably somebody didn't watch the show and they were on the phone with somebody and go get this shot. <laughs> I will say when Top Man was playing, I was in the back and I was jumping up and down and squealing like a schoolgirl. And he's Top like, man, he's and he goes, he goes to the man in the back. Yeah. And he shouted me out. Wait, you know what? Vanderpump song. I low key love feeling it, feeling you or no. What was Tom Sandoval's? Uh, oh, 
Let's yeah. touch public. <laughs> Which, by the way, the guy that he did that song with was QAnon oh, and killed himself yeah, two years talk- ago. I feel like we we must have talked about Well, this. I'm going to go to see Tom Sandoval's new band on the 14th at Hotel Cafe. Not uh, not next Sunday, but the Sunday after I'm going to go see him live. And DJ James Kennedy is opening up for him. So that's going to be exciting. I to LA for all. You really do. I mean, you would, you're missing these amazing events like Tom Sandoval performing. Um, finally today, I do need to speak about a TMZ article that came out yesterday where Lala Kent and Randall Emmett are officially done. Uh, their three-year engagement, it is done. It is over. They have officially made the announcement. A lot of people, when I posted this, said, did they already do this last week? No, they did. This is official now. It's official. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, because last week it was like, what did it say? It said she's Perfect. moved out. She's contemplating. I don't know, some bullshit. Contemplating you know? like separation or something. Yeah. Now it's like done, official. Um, yeah, again, I'm like, I'm not that surprised about all of this because I think that Lala, it's not like she, you know, married him for his looks. And like, oh. he- you know, he keeps getting sued by people and like, you know, he owes his ex-wife. Didn't that just come out? Yeah. Like, he asked for lower, uh, spouse, uh, lower, uh, alimony pat. Wait, what is it called when you pay for the kids? Um, like child support, child support. He asked for lower child support payments and said he almost had to declare bankruptcy, but who knows that could have just been a way to like try to save money or, you know, like always screw either way it's not you know a sign that he's like doing super well when you're asking for that no Um, so yeah and it makes sense that lala you know probably figures that she has enough of a platform at this point to make enough money on her own well also like you're gonna realize this guy's gonna cheat on you for the rest of your days regardless of how hot you are or whatever. So I really feel like this was a make or break moment for her. And it was like, well, why do I need him? You know? Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely no prize and neither is she, let's be honest. So. Um, wow. There's a lot of rumors online. I was just looking real quick that Leo McSweeney was fired today, but Twitter's so crazy. Cause they'll be like, it's it's like they'll be like she's fired. They're like, no, that's a rumor, and she's fired. I know. I always see. I saw a rumor about um like Dory. Yeah, that rumor before you know the robbery. It was. I really believed it. It was like Dorit fired from Real Housewives, and I was like, what? Yeah, I don't think she would be fired, and they don't even have plans for a no. new season yet. So how would she be fired? It makes I, no sense. I doubt it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't believe that at all. In fact. I just feel like there's like people online that literally like just put out rumors to have fun, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. They're like trolling us, but yeah, I don't see anything online about Leah getting fired and I highly. So what are you doing for the remainder of the night? Um, I am going to watch real housewives of Potomac real house. By the way, season finale tonight. Yes. The season finale of Potomac. Oh, what did you think of the trailer with Nicki Minaj? Oh, first of all, the trailer. Yeah, the trailer is great. Nicki Minaj, I'm not so excited for, but I loved when Candace was like, your forehead is <laughs> two more inches than two mine. Two and a half inches larger than mine. <laughs> oh my God, I was crying. <laughs> I do love like when Nikki comes out, they make such a big deal out of her walking down the halls and then all the fucking like housewives like, like, yeah, they're like, to be fair like i mean at that point in time i might have too now that you know Nicki minaj has turned out to be a horrible person yeah scum (laughs) but when all of this was like happening kind of 
I guess not when they were filming, but like when the rumors started happening that she was going to either host the reunion or make an appearance, everyone was so excited. Um, I, uh, it, no, it is, it's like, exciting. Also going back to, I feel like Nikki has kind of tanked her own career. Zane's career just never really took off, by the way. Speaking of Zaniacs and stuff, his no. career, his solo career never took off. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so maybe he's just he's just which is um, like I, I feel like Harry Styles has done everything right. Like Harry Styles is going to have he has a great solo career. Like honestly, he if you didn't even hits. go One Direction, he how, also, Harry Styles was always like the main One Direction guy. Happy Har- Harry Ween, you guys. He's performing at Madison Square Garden tonight, I believe. Yes, I saw. I someone in my office maybe was talking about how someone they know bought Harry Styles tickets for like. <laughs> thousands of dollars it's a big harry ween is a big thing it's like a, a annual event i guess it's a big oh thing oh my god like so expensive um okay i just thought of two last things salt lake city airs tonight i just want to say i said this on the patreon i did a full recap today of last week's episode but if this erica jane shit wasn't happening people need to pay more attention to salt lake like because it is a really really solid housewife show that in another season in another year would i mean it's top notch i think it's good too and i see a lot of people online like complaining about it i think it's good i'm not a huge fan of angie the sarah paulson double yeah, yeah, yeah um i'm i'm not like loving that whole like storyline but no, I, I mean i i think it's just i mean but i do have enough fascinating things lisa barlow not my favorite but she's iconic like oh I, her God, lines I are iconic I think that I, I just, I feel like I'm a twin flame with Lisa Barlow because she's like obsessed with fast food and like eats Kit, Kit Kats for breakfast. Where do you want to go for, uh, can we go yeah. to Wendy's mom and then Bahama I Bucks for dessert? Goodness. They have a, they have fucking, they have a, frosty at Wendy's. You don't need to go to two locations for the dessert. <laughs> uh, and finally, Winter House. Winter House, amazing. Winter House got better ratings oh. this week than Vanderpump Rules. Are you enjoying it as much as I am? Yes. Winter House is like the best show on Bravo right now. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. It's like, I always say we need more like single horny people in like some of these shows. And like, this is the perfect. Like- oh, it's like, that's all we need is horniness, alcohol. Like the fact that they're destroying their livers so we don't have to, that is called... Yeah. That's like angelic. It's like very cool. Yeah. Um, Sophie oh. Ross, I am going. What's that? Also, what? Oh, you have to go. Okay, bye. Bye. I'm going to the Grateful Dead. Wish me luck. Oh, okay, Sophie. By the luck. way, so wait, 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 Sophie. By the way, I'm so sorry. You never responded last week, but I sent you the. I sent you my first dick pic ever, but it was trap. Um, oh yeah, it was and then you didn't respond back to it, and I was like, oh shit, did I affect? I told you I was going to send it. No, 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 no. I loved it. Thank you for sending it. I was just gazing at it. I was oh. gazing. Okay, but, I never heard back, and then I was like, "Shit!" I told her I was gonna say no, this but then back. when you, but when you texted me earlier, and I like was confronted with it again, I like died. I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like, "Trust uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Mar- Mar- Marisa Lopez says he has fluffy balls, so that's exciting. They are kind of fluffy. Okay, goodbye. Uh, okay, goodbye. Bye. I love you. Bye. Betches.